How long has it been since the last episode? January? Damn. Hey, ladies and gentlemen of the internet. Agent here for the Transparency Podcast. This is episode 13. And while I wish I was here to tell you all about what I've been up to and working on these last couple months, rather I want to take the time to address a much more important topic that is plaguing the world around us as we know because it's important, because it needs to be addressed, because enough is enough. I want to start out by addressing the two pandemics that we're currently facing right now, and that of COVID-19 and the coronavirus that has undoubtedly shifted a lot of people's lives, affected businesses, affected livelihood, and affected jobs for some of us. The other pandemic that I want to address is that of one which arguably has taken more lives and has been historically around for much longer in that of the racism in our society and the systemic racism that exists across the nation. And in communities, especially in prevalent in that of the black communities that we're seeing in cases like the recent murder and senseless act of violence against George Floyd via a white cop and a man who was in a position of power. Here, yet again, we have another case that sounds all too familiar because there are many more like it and there are many more that aren't accounted for or filmed or publicized and rightfully so people are pissed people are upset people are outraged people are sad and i myself personally can't fully find the words or grasp and have had to re-record this time and time again because i can't articulate fully the range and spectrum of emotions that are all going on as a result of all of this. At the same time, I sit here as a person of color who wouldn't dare try to relate to that of the struggle of the black community because it simply is, isn't the same. It, it isn't fair. I don't know what it's like to walk out of my house and walk around my neighborhood with the fear of the cops being called on me. I don't know what it's like to walk to the grocery store with a hoodie and potentially be profiled and murdered because of it. I don't know what it's like to be stopped in a routine traffic stop and have to film every interaction with a police officer because I need to hold them accountable and that I may not make it out alive. That's not a part of my daily struggle or trials or tribulations like it is for that of black community. And rightfully so, we have these movements like Black Lives Matter and whatnot being publicized and being brought again to the spotlight. We have the protests occurring across the nation. Yes, unfortunately, as a result of that, there are users and people taking advantage of the situation and, and rioting and looting, but don't let the media and the image of all that confuse you for the root issue at hand, the systemic racism and the same system that was a part of the problem in taking George Floyd's life and other names like Eric Garner, Breonna Taylor, and Ahmaud Arbery and Trayvon Martin, and many more like it. Because this isn't simply one bad cop or one bad apple. This is a systemic issue that stems from the top. The most respected office in the United States, the President of the United States, where we have an unhinged, blatantly racist individual at the top, amidst all this, come out and say that when the looting starts, the shooting starts. As if that's the message that we needed to hear from the top amidst all these emotions. 
There's no denying now that it's a systemic issue. There's no denying that some of the highest positions of power treat the communities like the black community unfairly. And to understand that injustice for one is injustice for all. That if you have a problem with talking about racism and or it's too political for you, that you are a part of the problem. The fact of the matter that I need to hop on here and say that racism is bad and the Black Lives Matter is a part of the issue. Furthermore, if you understand this and yet stand idly by and are complicit when things of these nature occur. We as people that aren't a part of the black community have to do better in our support, in our privilege and power and positions to do so, in standing in solidarity with them. Myself included. So what can we do? What can we do as a result of all these things that are occurring and they're justifiable and outright pain and suffering that we're seeing occur all around us? Because at the end of the day, this is a human rights issue. This is a base human issue. You aren't exempt because you think this is too political or what have you for you. This is something that affects us all. There are many ways that you can help, and I'm going to do my best to compile a list of this in the podcast show notes, but it can start with you simply choosing to donate to a cause and support in, you know, a charity or organization that you believe in. You can, of course, take the time to call your reps and vocalize your opinion. You can register to vote, not just for that of the presidential election, but that of members of Congress and DAs and other in your community. You can sign petitions and or volunteer your time to organization and or other resources such as food, supporting local businesses and black businesses in particular. Above all, you can educate yourself. You can take the time to learn about the issues ongoing. It's okay to admit that you don't know fully what's going on. It's okay to admit that since it doesn't hit too close to home, it doesn't affect you as much so you aren't as in tune. It's okay to ask the seemingly stupid questions. What you can't do is not take action. What you can't do is not take action and take the initiative to educate yourself, to listen to those who are affected by what's going on, to listen to the communities that are affected and hear their struggles. Educate yourself. Check yourself to assure that you're not a part of the problem and realize that it doesn't end there. It doesn't simply end because just because you're not racist, it's all good. You also need to be anti-racist in that of checking others and those around you and keeping that accountability. You see, because at the end of the day, this doesn't end because the hashtag isn't trending. It doesn't end because people will stop posting it on their social media and stories and whatnot. It's an ongoing battle. It's not about being here for a minute or a moment. It's about being here for the movement. And ultimately, change is the goal. And that doesn't come overnight. This isn't about one individual being ousted and or charged. This is about constant accountability for many others like George Floyd, many others like Ahmaud Arbery, many others like Breonna Taylor or Eric Garner, and a list that goes on and on and on. 
And this is constant accountability of ourselves and those around us. This is about standing up and support and being there for other communities when issues like these occur. And we do that united. We do that together. Change needs to happen and it starts with us. And maybe it's the optimist in me, but I like to believe that in our darkest days, they've always been followed by that of our finest hours. And I still think that to be the case here. So ladies and gentlemen, please take the time, do your part, educate yourself, find ways to help, and know that it's more than just a simple post on social media or what have you. Don't be fooled into thinking that simply sharing and, and, and doing your part in social media is enough because we're beyond that at this point. And for those of you who have some sort of following or platform to understand, while yes, you can choose to support the way that you choose to support, you don't need to publicize that. I think you should do good things because they're good things, not because you need the clout or social media acknowledgement. However, I do want to, you, know, you to understand, and, and myself included, that the voice and the platform that we have and the power that comes with raising awareness around that. And that if it causes others to do the same, if it causes others to be more further educated or learn more about X, Y, or Z, then take advantage of that platform that you have for the better and enact change to call for action because that's what's required now. The thing about cultivating your worldview as you grow older, as you change, as you mature, is that that very idea that you can cultivate it, you can change it, you can adapt. I'll be the first to admit genuinely that years ago when the Black Lives Matter movement was becoming more and more prevalent, I didn't initially understand the messaging behind it. And Black Lives Matter isn't saying that all lives don't matter. It's not saying that white lives don't matter. It's not saying that only black lives matter. It's simply saying that their matters too and that they deserve to be treated human and equally just as we all do. And obviously statistically and time and time again, the system has shown that's not the case. So do your part in showing your support, showing that you stand by, showing that you hear them, and can do what is in your power and your privilege to do so and support. With all that said, ladies and gentlemen, I do hope and sincerely wish that you stay safe, you stay well amidst all of these uncertain and what can be terrifying times. And just know that in the end, ultimately the goal and the hope is that we come out better because of it. Drastic change at times requires drastic events. We are living and watching history unfold as we speak. Be sure you choose the right side. Thanks for listening.